0: well hello there and welcome to lindy's audio cafe my name is lindy and i'm absolutely delighted to be back in the podcast chair today it's a beautiful day here in the comox valley on vancouver island Um, but it's also really warm here in my little teeny office where i podcast Uh, I've got a great guest who's on the show today, and we are talking from thousands and thousands of kilometers apart. He's joined me via Zoom, and I'm gonna give you just a quick overview of who I'm talking to, and then we're gonna say hello. So I'm being joined today by Mr. Richard Blank. Now, he's a very uh, unique individual. He's pretty amazing. He holds a bachelor's degree in communication and Spanish from the University of Arizona. He has a certificate of language proficiency from the University of Sevilla in Spain. He's been a keynote speaker for Philadelphia's Abington High School, 68th National Honour Society Induction Ceremony, and he gives back to Abington Senior High School every year. He endows a scholarship every year for students that plan on majoring in a world language at a university level. Whew, speaking of language, that was a big breath to get all of that out. So that's a little bit about Richard, but that is only a small part of Richard. There's so much more to Richard. Richard also has a passion for pinball machines and jukebox restoration, and he likes to drive his white Volkswagen Cabriolet. Did I get all that right?
1: That was spot on, Lindy. Thank you so much for that. Right
0: on. So welcome, Richard. Welcome to the podcast today. It is so wonderful to have you here joining us today. This is fantastic.
1: You do have the coolest audio cafe on the okay. internet. So I had to come by, <laughs> by now for a bit with you.
0: I love it. Thank you so much. And I am so grateful that you reached out uh, to come on the show. And this is wonderful. This is going to be so much fun for us today. So I'm going to start out by talking about pinball machines. Uh, Pinball machines are a lot of fun. I know when I was a teenager, I really liked them. I still like them to this day, but I think you like them even more than I do. Can you tell me a bit about it?
1: Well, I was fortunate enough to have the space to put them here. And a lot of people's trash is another man's treasure. So of course, (laughs) I'm going to grab those goodies. But, uh, you know, I grew up in the 70s and 80s and the arcades were the place to be and if you were ever traveling or just around you would always find either a jukebox a pinball machine or once again these retro arcade machines everywhere and i loved it and it was very expensive growing up 5 dollars had to last you the whole weekend <laughs> so when i got older and i had some disposable income and started my business and you could choose to buy a plane a yacht limousine I chose pinball machines. <laughs> <And> I just <laughs> went this it. country and kept finding these amazing beauties and I love to restore them. And, you know, there's a lot of parts you can order online. Marco Specialties is one of my favorite places. You can get great prices and they know how to break down the machine for you and tell you exactly what you need. And I found some electricians that worked at the local arcades and theme parks and they moonlighted for me and would come to my home and my office and restore the machines. And... I, myself, I wasn't there grilling. I was there taking notes. So just in case they're not around, I know how to fix a flipper or something. And that so- is perfect. I was more a page to that night. <laughs> and I'm learning as much as I can how to work on these machines.
0: That's brilliant. And that makes total sense to me. I mean, I think it's like if you're into auto restoration, you learn how to do certain things yourself, you take on a lot. And so being into pinball restoration, you'd be doing the same thing. And you talk about flippers. Now, for most people who play pinball, they know those flippers are those little silver things, right? That go up and down those things. Is that what the flippers are?
1: Well, we might call them American pinball flippers. And so okay. it's usually at the bottom of the machine or sometimes on the side. And it's really just to keep the ball back in play and more of strategic shots. Yeah. But you know, to fix that, it's just a resort there. It's just a you know resistors where you can just replace some metal piece very easily. And as I'm saying, when you lift the machine and you take a look at it, or if you have something that has a mirror image on the other side, like a like a you know, like a twin, you can almost see what that machine looks like or that part and what's broken or what needs to be adjusted on the others and oh, these are old machines <laughs> and they were built to last and to me especially the ones from the 70s and earlier they really painted on the surface of the wood they didn't put a certain laminate down and so some of these old machines that are still restored through certain polishes like a wildcat 125 or other products but it's almost like an old violin or a piece of furniture, you can see some of these little cracks in the machine on the play field above the art, and it has its own special role. You look at the marquees This is an old wheel do they start putting in they'll you know the certain lights and the certain upgrades but. The old machines for me had more of an open play field, not saying it's a beginner machine, they're just as difficult as other ones, but I I saw more art. Today, they're almost like stacking certain sort of things to increase the excitement in these newer machines, but I think it reduces the play field by at least 50%. It's a lot of loop-de-loops and tunnels you're going into, and, and that's cool for a little bit. But these old machines, you can really, feel it. And so I agree with Elton John and the who singing their pinball wizard 1000% you can feel the machine compared to virtual pinball on your computer today. And And I give them credit. They are making these virtual pinball machines that put hundreds of games, if not thousands in them. And, and that's cool. But there's a huge difference between a painting and a print. And when you see an original 1976 Bally's Freedom Machine, which is in my (laughs) home, in my personal (laughs) collection, that is just in mint condition, you realize that it's been through so many hands and so many people played it and loved it and took and took great care of it. And and now it's in my home and it continues to be played every day.
0: That is so cool. So now do you have friends or family or people that come over to play it? Who plays these with you?
1: Well, at the office it's free yeah. play. So all the employees get a chance to let off steam recharge batteries, make friends, and try something they've never done before. But That's yeah, cool. I, I mean, it's great. Instead of sitting around and just watching TV or just knocking back beers, which you can still do, <laughs> you might as well come <laughs> into my game room and hang <laughs> out and play some old school video games oh and listen my
0: to my gosh. That sounds so cool. And so I'll just make a quick side note, because you were mentioning you have it at the office, you have a call center in Costa Rica, right?
1: That was my medium to afford all of this. Yes, I came to Costa Rica in August of 2000, when I was 27 years old. I, okay, Lindy, I was given a one in a million opportunity. And a friend of mine owned a call center here. And I was only supposed to be here for two months teaching English. But And <laughs> you look at the floor of these bilingual individuals that were conversing on the phone, that were engaged, that were converting calls. I I gravitated towards it. Besides learning the technical side, it seemed very easy for me. All I want to do is talk to people. (laughs) That's awesome. Business from the inside out. And then in my mid thirties, I threw my hat in the ring. I had maturity, impulse control, and some capital. And from there, we started the business and we just celebrated our 15th
0: Year. Wow, good for you! That is incredible. And so, you were mentioning in your call center, you have a gaming room set up for employees to go on their breaks, and they can go and ding, 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 play on the machines.
1: Lindy, before you even start working with me, I <laughs> really go to the game room. You oh. got to hang out for at least a half an hour before the first training class.
0: Oh, Some that is people cool. People are expecting
1: to be grilled or to be intimidated this is like the Willy Wonka of calls oh. <laughs> and you get to eat from that chocolate fountain. Aww. And so I want you to make friends. I want you to relax. I want you to see how I treat you prior to any sort of training. So maybe instead of just resisting, you can not just absorb, but contribute. And now you yeah. got 10 friends already. We, Wendy, we started with recess at your cafe. We started <laughs> with fun first. Yeah. And if we can build that momentum and that sort of smile then I think we can grow from there.
0: That is so cool. That is so neat. I I never had any players offering me pinball. (laughs) I I will say though, I did work for somebody once where we took the boardroom table and we turned it into a ping pong table (laughs) at lunchtime, but we didn't have pinball. We did not have that. uh,
1: But you always remember, you can't just be the shiny object. You have to follow through. I just don't put the machines there in the mornings when I'm playing. And I find it appropriate besides saying, good morning, Hefe, I might get shoulder or arm touches. And I do find that appropriate because they feel comfortable with me. They want me to know that, hey, Hefe, you're, you're one of us. You're willing to loosen your tie, go downstairs and hang out with me for 15 minutes. If I'm, Lindy, if I'm having a rainy Wednesday or someone hung up for me or something's happening at home that's affecting my work performance, why, why don't we take a real time out? Why don't we combine what we know, which is real, and giving you your own dignity, because you've been with me for a long time, either get some coffee, water on your face, or worst comes to worst, come with me and play some pac and uh, <laughs> And I guarantee we'll work it out because I'm investing in you.
0: That's cool. That's Man. really neat. So, so as a teenager going back, was this something that you did a lot as a teenager?
1: A thousand percent. <laughs> Besides, Being on a a, a very small allowance, you had to be good at the games, or I learned how to take my turn putting my quarter on the marquee of the asteroids machine. But it was also fun to watch the other players that were advanced, especially games like Dragon's Lair. I mean, that was a very difficult and very (laughs) expensive. And the pinball was expensive, unless you really know the machine or you have a lot of practice. That's a lot of timing right there. Now I can jump on any machine and run a game for at least. 15 minutes. Minimal. Yeah, <laughs> but,
0: absolutely. Yeah, uh, and I can, can remember doing that. I remember being in a in an arcade that we had back up north. Now I'm from the Yukon originally um, from Whitehorse. And we had a little arcade there. I was not allowed to go to the arcade. <laughs> <It was laughs> and strange. I confess I am confessing on my podcast that I snuck in there. Because I've always liked games. I like computer games. I like the old retro games. And I can remember going in mostly because I just wanted to play the pinball machines, a little bit because my friends were in there too. But I can still remember going in there in the atmosphere and you could just hear all the ding, 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 ding ding around the room. And if somebody was really good at it, like you were talking about, there'd be a little group gathered around that machine and everybody'd be watching. He's still going. He's still going, you know. And people are looking at the watches. He's still going, you know. and then finally, eventually, when the machine won and the person didn't, you just hear this big, oh, in the room.
1: <laughs> Everyone was so involved.
0: Yeah. I tell you what,
1: back in the day, I didn't have that uh, the phone or a tablet or a way yeah. to, I guess, distract or occupy myself like the children today, which is nothing wrong with it. So let's just say I was out with my mom, right? And we're at Woolworth's and right next door was an arcade. She might give me a dollar and say, listen, kiddo, just go there. Be a good boy. I'll (laughs) see you in about an hour. So you won't grill me. And so I had the luxury of trying a lot of these games and seeing them. But really to me, because I love classic movies.
0: And when I'm watching
1: things from the 50s, 60s and 70s, I will notice machines, especially jukeboxes and older, older pinball machines in all of the movies. Steve McQueen's got them in half of his movies that I used to watch. And and even Humphrey Bogart's walking around jukeboxes every now and again are those penny arcades with the real classic machines. And so to me, besides enjoying watching movies and looking at old photographs, that additional hobby that I had to admire a machine, like for an example, Lindy, my friend behind me right now, this is a 1961 Ricola Regis. I mean, she's beautiful and next to me is my private candy stash. <laughs> oh.
0: Is there really is candy, candy in that machine I'm looking at? Is there candy in there?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I need one good.
0: of those in my office back here. <laughs> I mean, you need
1: that. But I'm saying it's in my office. All you can oh, eat. Oh, that's is cool. But it's, um, you know, it's impossible for me to contain my excitement. When I show up to a bodega, some guys storage facility and while he's taking away pieces of things I it breaks my heart because you know this thing in the corner not loved oh. I'd be cool and then all of a sudden I see her and I just cannot oh. wait and um, I think the beauty of when you pass these things along because they have been bought and owned by grandparents or uncles or family members or special occasions, it's going to a good home. I let them know that I will be restoring them and doing all the right things. But when I open them up and there's a cache of about 145s, I'm thinking I'm going to get things like In Excess, Duran Duran, Curtis Mayfield. <laughs> I don't know. These are all people I have no idea who they are. They're all Latin American artists. From like um... this.
0: My Very goodness!
1: I uh, give them all to my mother-in-law. <laughs> she oh.
0: <laughs> and she enjoys it. She likes listening to it, eh? Well, it's but, funny, uh, you know, because I think, you know, even when you talk about jukeboxes, I mean, I remember being at a Dairy Queen when I was growing up, and that was the place where all the teenagers would go to after school. Yeah. We had a Dairy Queen. Imagine that, living in the north where it was 40 below in the winter, but we had a Dairy Queen. <laughs> it wasn't cold in the summer. But we'd go in there, and there was a jukebox by the door. And I can remember, you know, sitting with your group of friends and hey, we want to listen to this song or we wanna to listen to that song. And it's funny how certain songs still stick with me to this day. And you know that song Sugar Sugar? Dooty dooty doo doo doo. Well, that song Sugar Sugar. When I hear that, that song. From the Archies? Yeah, it's the Archies and anytime. I hear that song, I think of that machine, that jukebox machine sitting in the Dairy Queen back in Whitehorse because I can remember us loving that song and plugging in quarter after quarter after quarter. I'm playing it over and over and over again. But it's funny, those things bring back memories. And think about the machines you've got and how many memories those have brought for people. And it's not just the playing, it's the social part of it. It's the people who gathered together to enjoy it together
1: my mom gave me a present you were mentioning the archie sugar sugar to me what reminds me of jukeboxes would be the shirelles
0: oh i love it oh that's a great song will you still love will you love me tomorrow that is a great flip side oh i love it this is
1: my mama's uh old 45 oh that is
0: great do you collect a lot of vinyl as well
1: I do. And yeah, and I, so I do we. See the boxes today where it's digital, you can press your song and it plays, but no, we like to see the arm move. We like to yeah. see the, you know, we like to sometimes see the inside and all of the 45s moving. You like oh, to see.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and the stacking the and how movement. it moves. And you think mm-hmm. about the technology, like I look at it and I mean, I am in awe of anybody that creates anything that has technology to it. I mean, people that create programs, People that are in robotics, like in today's age, and they get things moving. I'm in awe of them. It's really cool. I have a son that used to be in robotics. He's a computer, um, he works in computer technology. So I've been able to watch certain things he's done over time. But Mm -hmm. I think back to looking back at those machines. And I think, you know, if the people that work on computers today were back in that generation, that's who that would be. In my mind, those would be the people that were creating those kinds of things. And they're very innovative. They have very strong, creative minds. And imagine the imaginations that go behind creating a game on a pinball machine. Like who thinks of all of that? It's huge. And
1: and they're geniuses. Each one has its own unique style and flavor and, and the way that it moves, but no, the craftsmanship, The fact that they work so hard on it, it's been preserved over. Of course, you need to replace a wire or two or a fuse, but these machines were built to last. But imagine something earlier. Imagine all the people that fell in love in front of this machine and how how these... engineers and architects were paying it forward by creating moments and memories for people it was yeah. really something that was selfless they might have earned a living from it but they really created a medium that was so special that it's really been preserved in time
0: oh absolutely absolutely And yeah, I just look at it and I I am in awe. And I think back to how long ago this really started. I was having a little bit of a look online before we were chatting. I didn't realize pinball machines were being made in the 30s. Like this is my mom's age. They were back in the 1930s. And I mean, I'm not sure how accurate everything is that I read online, but I was reading a bit of history that, you know, they they became more popular in the 30s. Apparently during Second World War, there was a bit of a pullback because some of the equipment that was being used on them was being needed for uh, the war stuff that they were making. So it was a bit of a pullback. And then after Second World War, the pinball machine started to become more popular again. And that's what I'd read online. I had no idea of any of that um and you know you're you hear read something
1: about... so sad like yeah. the prohibition when they were throwing away the alcohol and using oh. axes to chop the barrels they consider these these poor vintage antique machines as gambling machines
0: I there's a
1: diverse of people destroying them oh,
0: oh these poor
1: machines <laughs> did nothing wrong oh.
0: they were no. there I read that. That was right up to the seventies, right? Like in the seventies, there was a time in certain areas where you there was prohibition on them, right? They considered it gambling.
1: Footloose,
0: yeah. (laughs) They
1: they took those machines out of that town. (laughs) So are you serious?
0: um, Wow. And, And I just look at that, and to me, it's to me, it's like, it's like anything. I mean, anything. In moderation, right? I mean, it's like gaming. I mean, I I allowed my children to do gaming in moderation. Yes, you still need to get outside. Yes, you still need to exercise. Yes, you still need to work and do your homework and do your responsibilities. But when all those things are done, go ahead have some fun you know that's how I look at it and I was shocked to find out that they had actually banned them and I just think yeah it's um it's funny there's just different things over the decades and you know probably because we're a different age group I'm in my late 50s so I see things from a different point of view that maybe somebody in their 30s might but you know for people in our age group pinball machines and jukeboxes that's fun (laughs) that's just pure fun
1: we were cool.
0: Yeah, we were no. cool. We were absolutely cool. So do you ever run into, have you bought machines and not been able to get parts where you're stumped? You can't fix it. It just becomes something you can look at, put a plant on top. <laughs> or Have you always been able to fix it?
1: If you have the part, it can be fixed, but yeah. there are certain things and I'm not a, an electrician, but there could be some little fuse or some connector mm. or something that was corroded That may affect the rest of the board. But when I have everything, it's really these these individuals are almost like scientists or doctors. I've never seen such a thing where there's so many tests. It's like deductive reasoning where they just keep eliminating, 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 eliminating till they find the last thing. So some machines are fixed within a minute. And I thank them very much. And others take weeks, months. I could see that years because I might be looking for a very specific part but um yeah all in all isn't it a fun ver- journey anyway it doesn't it is
0: pretty
1: <laughs> right? that we, that so great
0: well cool. it's pretty but, cool so now do you, how's your space for are you going to run out of room for your machines at some point you're gonna have to say that's it no more like how many how many machines? Is it okay for me to ask that? How many oh, are
1: indeed, you have to make this decision once in your life? What sores <laughs> are you willing to fall upon? And I'm more than willing to keep going. Oh Listen,
0: my goodness.
1: Very easy for me to keep finding space. And if it's not in my house, I got a ton of friends that I would love to have on there for free. Oh, that <laughs> so, is
0: so cool. Yeah. They're,
1: they're not going anywhere, but, um, in oh, your local cool. area, I checked out the pinballs in your area or even a hundred mile radius. People are giving them away. They might not know the minor things to fix or just don't want them anymore. And yeah. I, I tell you, if they're in your home, they enrich any sort of environment. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's something to talk about. It's I even consider it somewhat of a beautiful piece of furniture in the corner. Why well, have a yeah. plant? Put a beautiful yeah. piece of pinball in that <laughs> corner. Light it up try and make it shiny. Yeah,
0: yeah. more people talk it. about
1: that than your boring plant. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, uh, true. Maybe your that's... friends might want to come over more and call yeah. you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: might even make more friends. Oh.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. But right? you have a good point. You know, definitely, it's a conversational piece. Uh, but uh, but that that yeah, is I'll so cool. Be your
1: friend, if you have a pinball machine of mine, but I'll knock on your door with some okay.
0: <laughs> i'm 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 your neighbor here's a cup of sugar i'm done let me in i want to play that machine
1: (laughs) oh yay you're so smart of course oh
0: that is funny but you know that's so true and i mean even when you think about retro things and we're going back to the records and the jukeboxes i mean i collect actually i collect some vintage books i've had to kibosh my collections a bit because of space but i love vintage books from the 30s and 40s and i love old music and we've ended up with quite a few boxes of old vinyl and, you know, we've been going through it. And I know the other day I've, I have this thing when I'm cleaning the house or I'm baking or doing stuff, either I'm listening to podcasts or I like to put on old music and my poor partner, he'll come in the house sometimes. And if I'm on one of those old music kicks, oh boy, <laughs> you don't know what you're going to be listening to. <laughs> Some of it's pretty like, oh my goodness, where did that come from? But you know, I always find myself gravitating back to the same old music from the seventies, the stuff that I heard on that jukebox in the Dairy Queen. And I suppose it's because, you know, it's a really good memory for me. It was good time spent with friends. It was something that we did that we enjoyed together. And I think it's so cool that you're able to do this now. Um, Here we are in 2023. And you're still doing this. And you're enjoying this with your friends, your family, your people that work in the call center with you. Just everybody around you gets to enjoy these games. And that's pretty cool
1: it doesn't start like that they look at me funny you know <laughs> like a cat that sniffs a bit they're like really should I play this I go just just give it a shot
0: yeah and see learn, where it learn, goes from learn,
1: learn the target and yeah. and we talk about them for a while and then they find me very entertaining because I'm so passionate about it and I oh. talk to them. <laughs> I tell the machines how beautiful they are
0: oh that's <laughs> it's almost like Stephen
1: King's Christine right these Fine. machines
0: nope.
1: I believe Call me crazy, Lindy, but I believe that these machines have their own energy. Yeah. They will be passed on one day. I'm a guest of their time. Yeah. They were here before me. So yeah. who am I? Yeah. And so I, I do believe that if you treat them well, they will give you that sort of wonderful moments back and give you that energy of the thousands of children that laughed and played and all the people that really took care of this 60 year old machine. But this machine was taken care of all these years. And so um, I kind of respect that as well, the the spirit.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think that is fantastic. So hmm, that's kind of interesting. So now one quick question that I would have before we wrap it up today. I am curious because... You are so much into this have you gone into any of the new style games like do you i mean i can't profess to be an expert in it (laughs) Uh, but you know there is all these vr headsets virtual reality um the vr um, arcades that you can go to i actually have a family extended family member who runs a vr arcade in another community um and i know that people really enjoy that sort of thing have you given it a try just to compare it do you play any of the new games
1: it's such Neat. an investment of time. Yeah. To really enjoy the game, you need to know the game. Yeah. A lot more buttons and a lot more things to press. Where in our day, you put in the corner you press the button. It's maybe a joystick and one or two buttons. And yeah. So, for sure. Uh, it's really an investment in time. And so, just for now, I, I find it fascinating the games where you could fly planes, or you're sitting in meditation rooms. Yeah. And- really get the feel of the 360 that that to me is a quick plug and play i can i can yeah. enjoy that environment to start uh we'll take it from there but i am a retro gamer even some of the home consoles i remember getting my atari 2600 oh. i was very much <laughs> in the vision people loved yeah. in which was a great oh, yeah. game vetrex was wonderful in oh, which had its own tv with it and then i think my final one was an nes
0: I don't remember that one. System. And
1: then that was it. I stopped. Spending okay. So
0: if you say Sega, then I can go. Is it Sega? And what was Genesis? Sega th- Genesis.
1: It, 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 all those consoles it, came up. Kind out. of the and same thing. Playstations came in Xboxes, and it's.
0: Yeah.
1: It was tough to keep up. I'm more of an emulator. I prefer main. Yeah. I like the multiple arcade machine. You know, yeah. and I, I like to play my 3000 games from 1977 to 1990. I And they're
0: fun. What was that one that you used to play? Now, it wasn't a pinball machine, but it was a, an arcade game. Something Galaga or Galactica or something like that. Do you remember that one?
1: Oh, many. You have oh. Galaxian first, and then you had your Galaga where you could have the That's two. It ships together which that's was a it
0: lot. and the two things and then the ships were coming down at you and you ding 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 and you get them I mean and I they remember get you in the
1: corner Lindy and then you lose one of the ships then, that's their hustle no, you never get two ships in that game
0: no and I was always losing quarters but <laughs> but I know you know when I go back to the pinball machines anytime I go a place where they see them I want to try them and you have to be skilled I think you need to be skilled after a while if you really want to keep going. And it's probably good for your hand-eye coordination too. I I think that would be a good way to explain it to parents, that you should let them do it because you're working on your dexterity. You're working on your hand-eye coordination.
1: (laughs) In my case, Lynn, these people don't go outside for a cigarette. Maybe they yeah. don't isolate themselves on their phone with Facebook or Instagram. This is a social environment. Cool. It's recess, it's play. That's how we grew up in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. We, we didn't have our phones then. Yeah. It's not like every, every day was the Breakfast Club movie where we had deep thoughts and life-changing moments, but th- these were things yeah. that we shared with others. And, and so these machines in this medium, in this neutral environment, allows them to do something a little bit different and i not everybody does it some people prefer the, to do their own things but at least it's there for them and yeah. they know that anytime they want they can just go there and as you mentioned get better recharge those batteries for a second
0: yeah half. absolutely that is so neat well i'm so happy that you came on the show today to share this um this is really unique and i know that i've got a lot of listeners in my age group that Spent a lot of time on those pinball machines back in the 70s and 80s. And I bet a lot of them would absolutely love to come and see your collection. So maybe I'm going to have to, when I'm done the show, get your address. And if I know anybody that's heading over to Costa Rica and they want to go and see your pinball collection, I can send a friend your way. <laughs> Tell or them to bring a machine. if they see something
1: in their neighborhood, send yeah. me what they see and I can give them some feedback on what I think about those treasures that deserve oh. to be in
0: that that's cool and and, you know I do recall somebody giving me a vintage one years ago it was kind of a tabletop stand-up one and I'm so mad at myself now because at the time I was in the middle of downsizing and said this thing doesn't work give it away to somebody that can deal with it and now that I'm talking to him going what was I thinking? I should have packed that thing with me and should have got it fixed. <laughs> Shouldn't have got rid of it. That was a bad move. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, find
1: you another one, Lindy. Yeah. Well, Lindy's audio pinball.
0: Oh boy, <laughs> that'd be good. Right on. Well, this has been so much fun, Richard. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking your time, of your busy day and sharing the story about your pinball machines and your jukebox machines. That's pretty cool.
1: Your audience is amazing. Thank you wow. for your time and uh, allowing you me bet. to share my story with you today.
0: You bet. Have a wonderful day. You too okay. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please click like, share on your social media, and hit that subscribe button for future updates. Don't forget to join the Lindy's Audio Café podcast group on Facebook or visit www.lindysaudiocafé.com. Have a great week, everyone. And remember when you head out that smiles come in all languages and in all colors.